0: Gladiatrix. I am woman and hear me roar. Welcome to Gladiatrix. I am your host, Melanie Sarma. Every week, I will be speaking with women from all over the world who will be sharing their journeys, their stories about overcoming their fears, and achieving great things that they thought they never could. So if you don't want to miss a story, make sure you subscribe. Today, we will be speaking with Frances Taylor. Frances used to be a professional modern dancer. Today, she's going to tell us her story, how she is reinventing herself using her vast knowledge of anatomy studies, the Pilates method and structural yoga therapy to become an entrepreneur. Hey, Frances, good to see you. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks so much, Malini. I'm so grateful to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, Just hearing your story, because there's a lot of stuff that, you know, um, I can resonate with. And I think a lot of our listeners are also kind of waiting to hear about, you know, how we reach programming our lives based on, you know, what we knew then, what we know now, and where we want to go. So I know you're a yoga and Pilates instructor, you're a mom of teenagers, you're going to school. So why don't you just tell our listeners, you know, what were you before today? a little bit about your life
1: wow <laughs> okay um well i've I've always been connected with movement uh, honestly i'll tell you the truth here. I think it's because in my family growing up, we were not an athletic family at all, and I saw my uh, my dad, who was my hero, he was mm-hmm. this big tall he was like six <laughs> four wow. I saw him um you know, just laid out on the floor with a back problem once in a while. And it just, it baffled me. And I just, Mm -hmm. I couldn't understand it. Like here's this person who was my hero Mm -hmm. and, um, here they are. And they, they, they're just taken out by, by uh, their back going out every once in a while, not Mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. And so not having been involved in athletics so much, um, you know, uh, anything really I saw, um, friends of mine who had, had been really involved in moving their bodies and athletics, and it was a totally different story for them socially, um, you know, just being connected with their bodies and, and um, just confidence-wise as well. I, I think I had, you know, some issues with confidence. I was a very shy child. Mm-hmm. So when I went to college, I started off as a business major mm-hmm. and a dance minor Mm-hmm. I had been involved in some performing arts uh, through school, mm-hmm. and uh, that got me interested in dance. And then I just loved the movement. And mm-hmm. I think you know, inspired by this idea of always wanting to be connected to my body mm-hmm. in some way, um, so that I I didn't you know uh, end up you know like my dad you know laid mm-hmm. out on the floor with a back issue. Mm-hmm and also wanting to inspire other people to that. So I got into dance and eventually I dropped the business uh, major, Mm -hmm. uh, majored in dance Mm -hmm. and I moved to New York to pursue dance.
0: That's awesome. So were you like a trained ballerina? I mean, did you go into ballet and that's what you were doing?
1: The interesting thing about that, I was not one of those people who started dance young, like when they're three. And mm-hmm. in my awareness, there were mm-hmm. some some dancers in the dance department. I was at Cal State Long Beach, and uh, there were dancers that had started when they were super young. And these mm-hmm. were the ones that were like the divas, like mm-hmm. just amazing. My journey with movement was not an easy one. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't the one that was like the mover, the shaker. It was a struggle for me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I remember being a uh, a really great academic student. I got mm-hmm. A's. Like mm-hmm. I was all about getting the A's. I loved mm-hmm. it. Loved school. Um, but when it came to dance, it was a real challenge. Mm-hmm. And so I dug my heels in, and I got real stubborn about it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember a teacher of mine, um, Jeff Slayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I think, it was modern dance three. And I think I got a, a bad grade in that class. And I remember a parent, like a, we had a conference, a student-teacher conference. And I remember, you know, talking to Jeff and saying, you know what, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get an A in your class.
0: That's awesome. And and you did,
1: right? And I did. I worked my took us off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And so you stuck with dance your, the so whole I, time.
1: So I stuck with dance. So I I, I pursued dance. I I I you know what are you going to do if you're a dancer move mm-hmm. to New York? So I moved Great. from LA to New York, mm-hmm. um, pursued dance. And, um, you know, I got a job working in a bar. I was a bartender, mm-hmm. um, you know, a little hometown bar in the theater district. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, at a certain point I, you know, as I'm working with my body and just continuing to, I was taking ballet classes daily. Mm -hmm. I got connected with the Jennifer Muller company Mm -hmm. and I was a scholarship student there for many years. It was a home away from home. Mm -hmm. They like to call it an oasis. And Mm -hmm. it really was, um, you know, a a small family, like away from your own family. Mm -hmm. And um, so, uh, you know, I was working with the body and, and uh, at a certain point I, had a disconnect. I, I um, you know, here I was at the bar, you know, serving drinks and burgers. And mm-hmm. here I was working with my body and feeling mm-hmm. like, okay, I got to be healthy. And right. at a certain point, I, I was needing to make more money and I pursued uh, personal training. Mm-hmm. And that worked so- out good? It worked out good. It worked out good. I worked for um, Jennifer Brilliant was one of the first people I worked for. I remember it was I think it was the the winter of the big snowstorm and the the city was laid out Mm -hmm. uh, like completely closed down. I was Mm -hmm. living on the Upper East Side and that was the day of my first personal training client. It was a half an hour session. Um, I remember traipsing through the snow, like knee deep in the snow. There was like nobody out, Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, starting personal training there. Um, so, you know, from there, the the health and wellness sort of blossomed and developed, and then I, I kept, you know, kind of pursuing that direction. So mm-hmm. from, you know, um, personal training, I added in um, yoga and Pilates and uh, just continued from there. I've since just become a, a career fitness professional and um, at a certain point uh, co-owned a yoga studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, now what's happening is everything is shifted. Yep. Um, you know, it is, you know, the studio uh, is not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm having to sort of reinvent myself. So I'm now going to school. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two teenagers that I'm, you know, like, uh, so grateful that I'm able to guide them and I want to be a good example for them. So I'm, right. I'm working on the occupational therapy degree.
0: Oh, so that, that's why you have all these anatomy exams that you keep saying for. Oh, yes. For. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. Endless
1: anatomy exams. No, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. such an anatomy geek. You know, I back from my dancing days in mm-hmm. Cal State Long Beach, uh, right. me, me and my friends were, were such anatomy geeks. We would kind of get excited about, you know, the the, the attachment of the Achilles tendon, you know, you know, to the yeah. calcaneus and, you know, we would kind of make songs about it and you know, I I went into these classes. Uh, um, I'm at Laguardia uh, Community College taking these anatomy classes and mm-hmm. and you know all the other classes that are necessary for the prerequisites for the occupational therapy program. Right. But I went in so cocky because I also co-taught a class called Anatomy Studies for Yoga Teachers. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this class, um, so my, I, you know, I have, you know, I'm, I'll call him a teacher, mm-hmm. um, Jason Brown, um, wonderful anatomy teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, we were married and, mm-hmm. um, sort of we're, we're having a transition. Um, but, uh, I think that over the years he has been a force. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we had a studio together, Zenyasa yoga mm-hmm. and wellness studio. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, within that process, I think there was a lot of learning that happened. He he was, uh, you know, he's one of those people that is like, doesn't take things for face value. And is like, well, why is that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we'll go, go deeper. In, in, right? Go de- Oh my God. So yes. <laughs> why? And the so, five, um,
0: why did you keep going a, a, a layer deeper? Ask the next oh, why? Yeah.
1: Oh yes. Ask the next why? Yes. And so through that process, he, he didn't take yoga for face value. Mm-hmm. Um, he created a, a new style of yoga, zanyasa yoga, which is very, uh, um, anatomically focused mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then also anatomy studies for yoga teachers so mm-hmm. you know through the years when our, our kids were tiny mm-hmm. it was like you know many years mm-hmm. of you know the anatomy course and you know like making slides and videos and so he's he's been like full force on that mm-hmm. and I I, my process was raising the kids you know right, like right. My, my pride and joy you know right, like a, right being a mom I love being a mom right And so now what's switched, you know, is, you know, we had the studio, we had anatomy studies for yoga teachers, um, which is actually an online course as well, um, which he's revamping, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and I, I would say, you know, we're good friends, we're co-parenting the kids and Mm -hmm. that's, that's a, a learning experience as well. Right. And trying to be a good example. That's, that's my goal. Right, um, so he's been the main force with you know creating a yoga style mm-hmm. um that's very anatomically uh, focused mm-hmm. um, and also slow flow, so it 's very yep. different than the fast and furious that you see a lot around town it's more like the forty fifty set right. um, focus uh, mm-hmm. which is needed i think right um, and then anatomy studies for yoga teachers um you know, I, we co-taught the course and, and tag teamed. Uh, so every once in a while, if he had to be away on a conference or something, you know, I wouldn't right. like be able to jump in and, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, I could be that trusted person that knew the material and, right. you know, I could brush up, you know, um, and, and kind of really try to present a good, um, a good course. So also teaching, uh, the 200 hour teacher training course mm-hmm. uh, in 200 hour teacher trainings, there's a portion that is like, the anatomy portion. So I've done a few of those.
0: Okay.
1: Um and
0: um so you pretty much focused on the anatomy section of pretty much anything and every time that you know every every you, throughout your dance career I, I would say. Right yes. from the beginning until now, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um
1: and I think I I have a ten like So when I went into the course at uh, LaGuardia and I'm prepping for the occupational therapy program, Mm -hmm. I went in a little cocky, honestly. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, you know, I taught anatomy. I, you know, I haven't been in school for 25 years. Mm -hmm. This is the fact, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm 51, Mm -hmm. you know, I have two teenage kids. Uh, I'm going back to school. I'm reinventing. I'm having to, you know, make a new life, Right. you know. I guess on my own like to be able to get on my feet. Yeah. Um try to be positive, be a good experience that you get example for the kids mm-hmm. and and I you know it makes sense given my personality and mm-hmm. Jason and I have had this conversation like you know as far as entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. and sort of stability and in my personality is I need stability yep and yep. i need to know that that you know like you know so given that occupational therapy made sense
0: mm-hmm. so yeah, especially since I- you know um you have the foundation especially when yes. it comes to anatomy and everything right i mean is, yes. is it interesting how life kind of you, you kind of put your your personality on kind of like hold you know because you you're, you're the support you know and kids yes. I mean, i'm i'm the same age as you so it's like you know our kids are like our pride and joy and you know oh my God. and we, our life, <laughs> yeah, pretty much we put you know our whole life is about them, right, yeah, and then suddenly everything kind of you know the carpet is pulled out from under your feet, and then you're like, "Wait, what
1: yes, yeah, it's interesting because you know kids go through these phases you know where they you know um they they need you and then they they really want space um mm-hmm. and and as teenagers, especially. You know, it, it it's a it's a different phase as a mom, you know, mm-hmm. because i I've, they they were so, you know, dependent on Depend, me for right. everything. Yep. And now they they need space and I understand this. I know this is this is um you know what happens. I, I have a story about this
0: mm-hmm. Go ahead. when my
1: when my littlest one was small
0: mm-hmm. and
1: wanting to learn how to swim. Mm-hmm. and they were tiny. Mm-hmm. And you know how as a mom, you you stand in the shallow end and your feet touch the bottom and their feet don't touch the bottom Yeah, yep. and you have to hold them, right? right? Mm-hmm. But they want to, it's that phase where they're like, I do it, I do it, mm-hmm. you know? And, mm-hmm. and so it's, I feel like it's a little bit like this now. It's like, I need to be there, right. but I also need to give them their wings. Mm-hmm. And, and so as a, as a little one, my, my littlest you know, wanted to swim so badly, but they couldn't touch the bottom. So I would hold them, I was hold them mm-hmm. and they would say, No, 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 no. I do it, I do it. So then I would, you know, let them take my hands away and let them swim a little bit. And yep. they'd be splashing and they would get me maybe two, two feet away. Yeah. And then they would yell out, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. know, and, and then I would back right under, back yep. under. And 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 then they were like, no, 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 let me do it. Let me do it. I pull my hands away. They would mm-hmm. swim, 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 and they would yell out, "Mom!" Yeah, you know, and I would come back. And after a little while, I, I we figured out we needed to change the code word, like mm-hmm. "Come help me, Mom." Yeah, did not be like screaming out. No, I think actually. I think actually they, they started screaming out help. <laughs> you know, so, like here's this child flailing in the pool, mom standing two feet away and they're yelling help. Right. So they kept yelling out help. And I thought, okay, let's change this code word because the, the lifeguard's going to come look it down right. at us yeah, and think, yeah. what is the mom doing? Like nothing. No, yes, I am. I'm there. And they're at, they're needing, wanting, just oh, aching to be on their own. Mm-hmm. And, and, but they, they still need you. Yeah, yeah but they also need you to let go which yeah.
0: is so I think hard. I think I don't think as a mom I don't think we would ever I, I think they always need us. They just, you know, we, uh, they always say that you know your kids don't. It's not that as they grow that their problems go away. It's just that their problems grow with them. Oh you my know? god! Yes. Yeah, and then yes. it's like they 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 always need you. It doesn't matter how yes. old you are. You know, it doesn't matter how <laughs> old the kids are. They always gonna need mom. It's just yeah. in a different way, in right? A different
1: way, yeah So absolutely. now,
0: do you see yourself like now? You know, now you're older. Your kids are older. You know, you're re inventing your life do you see yourself like learning from your children you know oh my
1: god every day
0: yes (laughs) so what are the kinds of things that I mean I know oh gosh I mean every day every time I open my mouth and say something my kids are all like uh do you even know what that means
1: (laughs) (laughs) well I'll tell you what's interesting that I really feel like I've learned from my kids Uh But, you know, and it has to do with this shift. I think there's a, there's a point in time where y- it is necessary for you to take charge and pretty much do everything. Cause they're, they're helpless when they're tiny, mm-hmm. but there is a certain time in a transition where they know stuff mm-hmm. and we have to listen
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we have to listen. So I think it, and it, for me, this is a learning process because you know, I'm, I'm so used to being in the position where I need to make sure everything's okay. And, and because, you know, we love them so much, right. but, but there's a point where they speak up and, you know, yeah. Every once in a while, there's a point where it's like, okay, no, you know, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, yep. you're, you're like, you know, just no, but, but every once in a while they, they say something and we really need to listen. Yeah. Um, I have another story about that. My littlest, this is my littlest again. Mm-hmm. Our uh, pediatrician uh, is very uh, close by Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, at the time there was like literally like down the hill across the street and the pharmacy is like down the hill. So Mm -hmm. it just, you know, so we had just left the pediatrician Mm -hmm. and they had their checkup and everything was fine. And we went across the street to pick up a prescription for something. I don't remember if it was for me or for them or like, I think that they had just left Mm -hmm. the pediatrician's office and as soon as we got to the counter at the pharmacy which is literally just across the street they they were like mom my ear hurts Uh oh and lo and behold and you know so on the one hand I could have been like okay the doctor just looked right but you know what there's that moment and I think this is where mom's intuition comes in it was like you know what I'm gonna listen to my kid yeah you know, and so we marched right back across the street. Mm -hmm. We had the doctor look again. Yeah. And guess
0: what? Yeah. Your infection. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's it's like, it's mom's intuition. I I remember making like tons of calls to my pediatrician. I'm like, I don't care if he thinks I'm like an old, you know, like uh, overprotective or whatever, but I need to make sure that this kid is okay. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So yeah. so, um, seeing where you were before, you know, where you would like more of the support parent and taking care of the yes. house and kids and, you know, being there when you when you were needed compared to where you are today, where yeah. you are like, you know, you're one holding everything together and, you know, being the strong person. And even though there are moments probably when you're like, Gosh, I just need to be like. I hope I just want everything to be okay, and you know, I don't know if I can do this. So, what are some of the what was the what are some of the things that you thought that you, that you're doing now that you never thought of doing before? Oh God, <laughs> you know, or something that you're like, gosh, I can't I, believe I'm doing this because I, I I never thought I would be doing this. What is what are some of those things?
1: There's there's one thing that comes to mind immediately. Mm-hmm. So I, I I oftentimes say me and technology are still making friends.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: So I had this realization the other day. So you and I know each other through the Slack group, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So this group that we're in, that is very supportive Mm -hmm. where it's, you know, um, you know, entrepreneurs helping each other out. And, and so in the Slack group, there's a, there's a, there's a thread that is labeled YouTubers. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as I'm, you know, as a mom, mm-hmm. seeing my kids grow up watching certain YouTuber, YouTubers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that are, you know, kind comment, commenting on videos and it's like fun and, you know, it's fun and funny. And right. I, so I had this realization, oh my God, I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm in this, I'm in that, I'm in that thread in the Slack group as a YouTuber. And honestly, what I've been doing and my goal is so inspired by Pat Flynn, Mm -hmm. and also my my challenge with technology I literally I couldn't figure out how to clear off my computer Mm -hmm. to process videos so what Mm -hmm. I started doing was I started doing YouTube lives Mm -hmm. and and I I, my challenge to myself is to do one YouTube live per day Mm -hmm. and I think I'm up to something 60 something by now you know one YouTube live per day for every Mm -hmm. day that we're in quarantine right and I've literally been Taking my knowledge twenty five mm-hmm. years of knowledge in the fitness and wellness industry mm-hmm. um, and I specialize in working with people with specific I- issues
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've done a lot of one on one training personal mm-hmm. training mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like sneaky yoga I can <laughs> kind of call it that like a lot of students it's like they like uh, they they would it, basically I take yoga Pilates fitness training whatever I can draw from Mm -hmm. and look at the person and see what is it they need and how can I get it to them the best. And I have to get really sometimes specific with how to figure out what Mm -hmm. it is they need and Mm -hmm. how it is they'll be able to, to, to do that thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a lot of inventing on the spot. It's puzzle. It's figuring out puzzles. But that's your superpower, um, right? That's- that is that is my superpower. I work one on one with people with special conditions. I've worked with knee replacements, hip replacements, mm-hmm. herniated discs, sciatica, which is woo. Oh, that yeah. one's a tricky one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, so that's my superpower, is like figuring out like what is gonna help. Yeah. And and I draw from whatever it is yep. um, that is necessary.
0: Yeah. Um, and that and that is a skill that is that is that is not you don't see often. I mean that that just makes you you know, much more intuitive to the person and how you can help them. So, yeah. yeah, I do my best. And it's amazing
1: because, uh, in switching to the online forum, doing mm-hmm. online private sessions, mm-hmm. I have, uh, at this moment, I have, uh, an online student mm-hmm. that, uh, sort of, you know, everything paused, mm-hmm. right. But in reaching out, I'm meeting with this student and, and we've worked together mm-hmm. and it's amazing. I, I've uh, I have, so when you teach, Mm -hmm. there is this this conversation around like, do you demonstrate, do you not demonstrate, do you use verbal cues, do you use hands-on adjustments? And I have sort of just naturally sort of before the the quarantine happened, I I had migrated to a a system where I was pretty hands-off and I would like to say I prided myself at being able to have what I'm going to call an eagle eye. Mm -hmm. so I could look across the room and I could see what's happening with my students because of the training that I've had the the years of experience Mm -hmm. and so it's amazing how I could translate that eagle eye to online Mm. it's amazing there's a muscle in your neck called the sternocleidomastoid Mm -hmm. and I met with this student and and literally I'm like ah okay I see something happening with their neck okay we need to work on some Mm -hmm. exercises for the sternocleidomastoid muscle for the SCM muscle, and I know those exercises from working with Mukunda Styles, who is right. I, uh, who is the person I studied structural yoga therapy with, which is oh. different than regular yoga. It's it's there's there's yoga go and flow, mm-hmm. and then structural yoga therapy aims to find balance and look at well what is needed. We do specific range of motion and muscle testing, mm-hmm. um, which I'm trying to figure out how to do that online. It's going to be more of a I would once in a while kind of try to teach some of things like this in a group class. Right. And so it's going to be more like that because it will be self-assessment because there's okay. no hands-on online.
0: So this mm-hmm. is pretty much, this is what your plan is, right? I mean, you kind of see yourself, it's, it, it's like the the universe is kind of opening up and giving you opportunities, kind of guiding you as to where you need to go. So, yes. you know, you started with doing Um, you know um, sessions individually and and face you know private sessions and so now where do you see yourself going what is your plan I mean I know the universe is kind of opening it up for you and kind of giving you guidance it really is
1: yeah Um, so my plan is to continue the course I'm I'm working through I'm more than halfway through with my prerequisites for um, occupational therapy Mm -hmm. my plan is to then apply um, and continue with occupational therapy. You know, um, I think that the the knowledge I'm gaining will help me to help people more. Mm. And it reminds me of a story. This is going to sound kind of funny, but um, there's a children's book. It's called How Santa Got His Job. Uh huh. And it lists different things that uh, you know Santa Claus had many different jobs before he. Got the job of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So one of the jobs was a chimney sweep. But there's something you know that happened with Santa Claus that you know his clothes didn't get dirty when he was a chimney sweep and sweep. And his high his uh, employers thought, oh, you must not be doing this job, so they oh. fired him. So it's just <laughs> it's a story about how Santa Claus. All of the all of the qualities that Santa Claus has, uh, you know, each one of those qualities like was a job that he had and he got fired from. So he had this job, he got fired (laughs) because his clothes didn't get dirty. He had this other job and he got fired because this didn't happen. He had this job and he got fired. So all of these jobs that he got fired from led him to the job that he has today. So (laughs) that's my plan is I want to be like that Santa house. Santa Claus got his job is how, you know, how I, I got what, you know, the job that I'm growing into.
0: That is, I love that story. I, think I, need, I need to read that book. And that, that sounds like so much fun.
1: It's a fun so, book. It's a really fun book.
0: So, um, so, you know, you know, as you're reinventing yourself, I'm sure, I mean, just like me, I'm sure you, you're you going through all these fears, right? I and mean, there's probably, you it's bigger in your head than it actually is. You oh, know, yeah. What are some of the, some of the biggest, you know, like the elephant in the room kind of thing that you're dealing with that you probably, you want to talk to somebody about, but you like this kind of sounds stupid or, you know, because I'm sure that just like you and me, I'm sure there are other people who also think the same thing as they're reinventing themselves. What are some of the biggest fears that you're facing? And, and you know that you're going to overcome it. You just you're like just taking it day by day.
1: Um, I think, gosh, if I'll be honest with you, this is a fear that I think is something that I would be working through regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's getting the, my finances together. Girl. Yeah. You're not alone. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's, I'll, I'll tell you, I have, you know, in my kitchen cupboard, I have inspirational sayings that, that used to all live in the fridge and I've sort of transferred them inside the kitchen cupboard. So my inside of my kitchen cupboards are filled with inspirational sayings like written in Sharpie on, on index cards. Mm -hmm. And, and one of them is from 2010. Mm Mm-hmm. I would like to live at ease mm-hmm. knowing what I can afford and what I cannot afford.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I found that same card in like 2014 and 2018 and it's still the same. It's like, I, I need to get to a place and I'm, I'm okay with, I'm not fancy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I don't need a fancy car. I don't need a huge mansion. You know, I feel like, you know, I'm happy with like the basics, but, but I feel like, again, I need to feel that sense of security in feeling like I did the right thing, mm. um, you know, I watched my mom, you know, my mom and dad, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, mm-hmm. but I watched my mom somehow be able to pull it together. She would right. sit at the kitchen table with envelopes where she would write columns of numbers. Right. And somehow mom was able to pull it together. And, right. and I remember dad sort of was in and out of like, an, um, you know, um, being laid off. Like mm-hmm. it was the airline industry at the time. It was, a, you know, so it was like, it was kind of off and on with different things, but somehow mom pulled it together and not only did she do that, but she saved, she was a saver mm-hmm. and she managed to make it to the point where she could be generous. Mm-hmm. And she really was, she, mm-hmm. she would throw these huge parties every mm-hmm. year, Christmas mm-hmm. and, and she helped people. Mm-hmm. She helped people with paperwork um, when they were, you know, having trouble with it um, I think she probably loaned money to people like I just I just remember like mom somehow with not a lot of resources was able to make that work and and my goal is you know like I don't want my kids to have to worry about me in my old age right, right right I want to be a better example I want mm-hmm. to get it together and so part of that is building stability with this idea of like the OT program mm-hmm. and um you know being able to have a more solid um stable footing especially as I
0: get older Right, right. So, I mean, so knowing where you, what would you know today, you know, and seeing where you've already been through and, you know, and seeing how your parents have lived and, you know, what you, yourself and your, um, um, your family went through. So what would you tell your younger self knowing what you know today? What was the one piece of advice that you would tell your younger self?
1: I would tell my younger self to figure out your finances. Mm-hmm. Save early Mm -hmm. so that you can be secure um, in your older age. Um, I have another story about that if it's okay. Sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. So uh, finances have off and on been an issue. And and we had some years in the middle there, like Mm -hmm. the studio was new and, Mm -hmm. you know, we had to figure out how to pay our teachers and, and, um, you know, it was like an ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. And it was a period of time where it was, uh, it was a low period. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit embarrassed by this. And I mm-hmm. didn't really want to um, confess this. Mm-hmm. But I have a friend, a wonderful friend. Her name is Deb Flaschenberg. Mm-hmm. And she owns the Prenatal Yoga stu- the prenatal yoga Center in New York, New York City. Okay. And um, Deb, I've known for years. And so we're friends. But I also was teaching at the Prenatal Yoga Center. And I taught there for like maybe, I think it was like eight years. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. It was a wonderful community. And so every once in a while we would get together and do like a, it was like the employee employer, um, you know, review. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So once a year we would get together and, and so Deb and I would go to lunch and, um, and I remember, um, you know, getting together for the review and, excuse me. And, excuse me. So I remember getting together for the review and I was low on cash Mm -hmm. And so I stopped at a coffee cart and I had a little something to eat before I met with her. Mm -hmm. So it was that awkward
0: moment. (laughs) Right.
1: So when you go to lunch with someone and and you're just like, oh, I'll just have something small.
0: Right, right, right.
1: (laughs) And and it kind of ruins the whole experience of having lunch together when you're not really having lunch. Right. Mm -hmm. So. That that was kind of eye opening moment for me. I was like, I'm going to lunch with my friend, and I'm not actually having lunch because I'm a little. Yep. Nervous again. So I would like to never be in that position again. I would like mm-hmm. to, you know, make it. So I would tell my younger self, and and Deb also was an inspiration because she had told me that someone told her when she was younger, like in her 20s, mm-hmm. to save a little bit every every day, and she had been really smart with her business model, and mm-hmm. you know, so I I I'm, I find her a great inspiration in in if I could tell my younger self to do what Deb did Mm -hmm. and be in that position where you have a thriving business, where you've, Mm -hmm. you've done your due diligence, where you can enjoy having lunch with a friend. And, and, you know, uh, um, this is something that Dave Ramsey I got from Dave Ramsey because I've, I've followed his financial program mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um, I would love to be able to go into a restaurant and read the menu from left to right
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> where you don't go in and look at the prices price prices first, is first. It, yep. yeah <laughs> now that is great advice and I think that I think that is something common with a lot of women especially women our age you know, where we kind of grew up not knowing a lot of things. And then suddenly you're kind of forced into that situation and you're, you're forced to learn a lot of things really quickly. And like, dang, yeah. if I had known this when I was, you know, maybe even five years ago, I would probably not be in the situation I am today,
1: okay. you know? Mm-hmm. But, and I
0: think it's it's something that, you know, just like you're saying even in my case, it's like I need to make sure that my children know now so that they are never in the same position that I'm in where you're like scrambling, you know, yes. like, um, I'm like, be be smart. Save your save now. You know, even if it's a little bit, that's okay. But you never ever want to be in a position where you're like, I don't know, I don't understand any of this, and then you're kind of, you know, like a deer, you know, a deer in the headlights. A deer in headlights. Up. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. I worked with someone, um, another wonderful teacher. I'm so excited to have been connected with so many wonderful teachers in my mm-hmm. life. Deb is a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, another teacher that I've studied with, her name is Galia Gishan. Mm-hmm. and um, oh gosh, I'm forgetting the name of her website, but Galia Gishan, oh, Down to Earth Finance, I think it's called. Okay, um, let's see, I don't know if I, I think it's Down to Earth Finance, uh, and Galia Gishan, um, let's see, I don't want to. There, Galia Gishan. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry to pause. Yes. Oh, sorry. Okay. So I'm so excited to have these great um, influences and mm-hmm. teachers along my pathway. So as well as Deb being an example, because she lived it, I saw what she did in her twenties changed her pathway. Mm-hmm. I wish that I had done that. So along the pathway, I also studied with Galia Gishan, and her website is downtoearthfinance.com. Mm -hmm. And I did a workshop with her that was, um, I think it was called Financially Fit for Entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of a beginning into sort of organizing your finances, Mm -hmm. um, figuring out, you know, how to put it together. And she, in that same workshop, there was me who at the time was, I was um, in a whole different stage of my life. There was another, a couple of women, one woman had was much further along a, a better financial pathway. Mm-hmm. Her and her partner had a business and they were sort of saving up to buy a house and they mm-hmm. were on their way. Mm-hmm. And there was another woman in there who was in the position where she didn't, um, she didn't know how to, she was already a, a little further along, but when she started with Galia, she was in a position where she was in a, a marriage and the, the husband handled all the finances and she literally didn't know how to use a checkbook. Okay, um, and so she had to start from you know square one, mm-hmm. um, and so I was kind of like the middle person in in that group. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm um, grateful for the the influence and the experience and and the teachers that are out there that we have uh, resources to you know we have we can connect to.
0: Yeah, I I'm just I'm just glad that we have the, so many resources at our fingertips. You know whether it's our you know our kids who actually teach us a lot or even like yes. the internet. I mean, you know, I think growing up, I don't think I had that. And now it's like, wow, I don't even need to ask anybody. I can just go yeah. online and start looking. <laughs> yeah. No, this is awesome. So um before we go, so Taylor, you wanna just um I'm sorry, um Francis, do you want you just wanna tell everybody your um your website so people can check out your yoga fitness, you know, and see oh, some of the yeah. stuff that you're doing? That would be great. You wanna just shout it out and then I know you said you had a YouTube videos, a YouTube channel, and you have a website, you have your Instagram.
1: Yes. Yes. So my website is taylorfitwellness.com. Uh, my Instagram is also at taylorfitwellness. And on YouTube, um, you can find me at Francis Taylor.
0: Okay. So that is uh, taylorfitwellness.com. Um, that's your website? Yes, And, um, you're at, uh, Taylor fit wellness on Instagram, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then you also have a link to your YouTube channel from your website as well. Correct. I believe I do. I, I actually,
1: on the Instagram, there's a link tree. If you go to the, okay. if you go to the, um, the description in on Instagram, I have mm-hmm. a link tree that, uh, that, that connects to videos and you can sign up for my newsletter if you want there too. I think I have a few things.
0: Okay. That is cool. Oh, thank you so much. I thank you so much for taking the time. I know you have a busy schedule and you've got exams you're studying for and you're managing the kids and everything. And you still found time to you know, do this interview. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. I'm, I'm really excited and, and uh, just heartwarming to speak with you. And I hope that, you know, that uh, the inspiration for other, um, other uh, women out there um, is, uh, is useful and helpful.
0: Yeah, I, I totally do. I mean, girl, you inspired me. So you know what? I'm 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 thankful that you're here, and I'm, I'm and and I'm sure that you know that all the listeners are you know, um, are inspired by your story too. Because I'm sure there are tons of other women in, in a similar situation, and they're trying to figure out you know what to do next. So this is awesome. So thank you. Thank you so much. All right, bye, bye. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. And if you love the show, please leave a review. Just remember, you could be one story away from being inspired.